this is, uh, like I said, our first episode of Random Crap. I think this is a fucking great idea, by the way. Well, I, well why don't we introduce ourselves? Go ahead. All right. Uh, I am Doug, a 45-year-old white male from Alabama <laughs> with uh, ADD, lack of mug. And, True story. Uh, True story. I, I, I shouldn't have any of the associated issues that I should have from coming from Alabama. I do not love football. Don't give a fuck about Jesus. Uh, <laughs> football and Jesus are big. Yeah, football Especially in the and South, Jesus are huge. Yeah, big in the South. It's, it's practically a religion. Isn't there like a church like every mile? Yeah. yeah. Like there's literally like churches like, churches like Starbucks. Bar- yeah, churches and barbecue joints. With names yeah. like Primitive Baptist. That yes, was that was my, my favorite. favorite. Oh, <laughs> my hometown's got Heaven's Gate Baptist Church. I thought that was really funny. You yeah. win. Wasn't that like I a you cult? Win. All right. Yeah, they all killed their Next yeah. to introduce themselves, <laughs> who wants to jump in here? Uh, my name is Adam. I'm also a straight white male from the South. And uh, No one said that was straight. Did you just throw straight yeah. in there? Yeah, but it's okay because I'm not racist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I oh, I, uh, I'm a music producer, and I'm the best to ever do it. So, He is the GOAT. Street he is story. the GOAT. I'll agree. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Rich Johnson, uh, 48. Um, Why is everyone throwing their age in? Can because I Doug did it, so I figured we all okay, Well, on. because one of the things we discussed was that we thought it was interesting that we had sort of a panel of pr- predominantly Gen Xers and a millennial. Oh, so. yes. I'm a small child. I'm 25. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're getting to that so, age where you got to think about it. <laughs> I just lie so much. I can't remember. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah. I've been married forever. So I'm sorry. Well, condolences to That's me. a great segue because of the introduction oh. I had in my head, actually. There you go. Okay. Go Dan ahead. Adams, uh, 44. Um, been divorced twice now. Uh, so now I get to say, when I say my ex, I go, ah, my, my first ex-wife or my second ex-wife. Um, and since this is Valentine's Day, it was just kind of, you know, in the back of my head. And I've got some great uh, statistics that I'm going to throw out here in, in a few minutes regarding... Third time's a charm, dude. Uh, there will be no third time. I'm just now saying. You've got it, now you've got it on well, on tape. I was going to say on tape. You don't have to buy anything for Valentine's Day. Anymore. No, I don't. And that's pretty cool. See? That's akin to saying, I know you've beaten the shit out of me twice with a rubber hose. But I'll take a third. I, I think that this third time, <laughs> the third time will be the. It'll, it'll work. Yeah, it's this gonna work. work this time. Yeah, this one work. I'm not damaged yeah. goods. It's totally not me. It has nothing to do with me. It's all them. So I'm also eating a crunch wrap. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna throw a little ASMR, a little, little Taco Bell um, shilling in there for him. ASMR. Just real quick, I was. One, it's dangerous for me to drive, and I'm just going to let everyone know. Um, I'm partially blind, and I just realized today how fucking dangerous it is for me to be on the highway. Yeah, we, we kind of tried to tell you that, but yeah, you weren't going to listen. Yeah, you don't no. listen. <laughs> you're, I, don't, you're I wouldn't have listened so either, dangerous. for the record. So I just wanted to throw that out. Well, you're, you're a Gen Xer, you're not going to listen. No, Gen Xers, we don't. Yeah, we know everything, trust me. So, real quick, um, I said it was Valentine's Day, and we know how much I love love. Um, there is a uh, some statistics I thought I'd throw out here for Valentine's Day. Um, first off, and this is no mystery to anybody, right? Divorce rate in the United States is still sitting around 51%, I think, last time I checked. So I can say confidently 
that more than half of all marriages lead in, uh, into divorce, right? But that's been that way forever. It really has. It's been that way it forever. It really has. And that's, uh, it's, it's fun. It, it kind of shows you how metrics can be skewed. Numbers are numbers, right? And I think we all agree with, with that the, it's good to you know, get metrics, get information. But it's how you present that information. 51%, you're talking 1% over half. But it's fun to say over half of all marriages <laughs> well, end in divorce. The end. You know, um, less than half of all marriages are successful. Successful, right? There's sure. another way you can do it. The, is, there, um, is there a half full kind of way to say that? Yeah. Yeah. If um, you get into a marriage, don't worry. It'll be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> or the leading cause of divorce is marriage. Yeah, there's that That's one too. Only that one. Yeah. Yes. 100% of divorces begin with marriage. Yes. So just don't get married. <laughs> see, that's, see, that's the goofy thing about statistics. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you've heard that, uh, you know, somebody's going to take you out in the ocean. And you're like, I'm not going to swim in that shit. There's sharks out there. And they say, well, 90% of all shark attacks happen in shallow water. And you're like, yeah. That's where all the people hang out. It's called the beach. <laughs> right. That's right. If I go over here, then I'm the 10%. Yeah. Dude, I've been married it's for funny. a long time. So there's a... Just leave, dude. There's a... Just <laughs> leave. No, don't. <laughs> no. It would be less painful... To, uh, let's see, what would be the appropriate term for removing your own testicles with a pair of scissors? Dull. Scissor testicles. That's a good yeah. one. Like uh, good. We'll, we'll just call it a nutectomy. Well, yeah. again, it's, it's interesting. That's not what it's called. You guys talking about. A nutectomy. There's nut-ectomy. a name for it, and it's not nutectomy. Yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're going with nutectomy. Okay. Yeah, uh, nutectomy. Scrotomectomy. Yeah. I think we just, think we just okay. found the name for our podcast. Well, see, all we have to do is we'll call it a nutectomy. And then I tweet it, and then you retweet it, and, and it then you retweet it, and then you retweet it, and it automatically becomes true. Oh, yeah. Boom. Then trending. we're trending. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hashtag trending. Like five people tweeted about it. I this. never understood the hashtag thing. I don't get it. It's just metadata. So you, like, tag your post so people can search by it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I think we could it go It doesn't back. need you. <laughs> I, I want to, if we could go back to, like, 1980. Oh, seven. No, that was a good year. No, that was a terrible fucking year. I got beat up in high school, middle school, Fuck grade yeah. school, Fuck yeah. college. <laughs> I was I was short. Then I went to work and got beat up at work. Yeah, I mean, you know, came home, people beat me there. Yeah, no. Fuck the 80s, dude. That's why it was good, right? Fuck the 80s. <laughs> because Dan got beat. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, I think I so remember far. back in the good old days when just everybody right. beat the fuck out of Dan. Dan. We just lined up, got our <laughs> sticks, and we all liked it. Have you ever seen Airplane? His right. life was like Airplane, where everyone just lined up with weapons to beat the fuck out of Dan. Nuns with brass knuckles Dude, or whatever. kids aren't even allowed to fight. They should be allowed to fight, or there wouldn't be so many goddamn They're not allowed, shootings. but they still do. You never not were allowed to fight. Mm-mm. No one cared if I fought, though. They didn't care if I fought either, but they had to suspend me because, like, zero tolerance shit. Right, and that's the problem that I have with it, and I think that, like most things, that pendulum swing, whether it's politics or policies, procedures, whatever... Is that because of the, you know, you had someone that was bullied and we want to stop bullying. So for some reason, we've gone after the victim as well if they stand up for themselves. Well, it's a zero tolerance policy. No, that bully deserved to have his fucking teeth smashed in for being an asshole. Yep. Right? Um, I I shared something on Facebook the other day that said, you know how there's always those, um, you didn't grow up with whatever and it shows. Or you did this (laughs) and it shows. Whatever. This one said, um, it was basically along the same lines of, 
you're you're able to run your mouth online without the threat of getting your teeth punched in and it shows right and Fuck yeah they do and they i'm do not advocating i'm not advocating violence like i said i was i was always a very small petite little guy and used to get the shit kicked out of me because of it until i turned into you know little dog syndrome like your chihuahuas yes now i, I just want to fight everybody all the fucking time but um there's there, there this idea that you can just say whatever and do whatever and that if somebody retaliates, that they're just as bad. And I, I simply don't believe that, right? If somebody's hitting you, verbally abusing you, mentally abusing you, whatever, it Knock is their okay. Teeth out. You should shoot them. <laughs> okay. Now, see, there is a... Uh, Ooh, what you crossed the line. You just went you from did. like zero to a hundred. You did. You should. No. There is wow. a... Well, well they'll stop. They'll yeah. stop. Well, yeah. Bad. There yeah, is. Yeah. Like it got real awkward. And you'll here find out what a real prison feels like. <laughs> listen, listen. And you are entirely. Right, he called my prison. mother a whore, so I shot him in the hear face. Me hear me out. Okay, hear I'm me listening. Out. If you kill everyone who does that, then no one will do it anymore. Well, then you've got Darwinism, right? Genetics. You're cleaning out the gene pool. You might be onto something. Because hmm. assholes have asshole kids. So if you kill them before they reproduce, boom, <laughs> killing the whole seed. I'm just ready hmm. for. Why do the, I feel like this podcast is going to be administered uh, uh, in in court at some point? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the whole millennial thing, dude. I'm just stalling. Like, I'm just stalling. I just well, realized, but I'm today, not Mussolini. I actually realized like two days ago that you're old and you don't understand the kids dude, these days. I'm, okay, I got to say this. Like, I decided to write a book. I'm gonna get someone to write a book. You know why? I was wait, 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 wait. Hang on. You said two different things. You said, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to get someone to write the book for me. Yeah, see, you said that right after you said you're going to write a book. Well, I'm going to write this. It's going to be my words. Okay, gonna write it. Okay, Clinton. <laughs> I'll write this book. Dude, I'm you don't have to. That's the beauty of it. There's idiots out there that are millionaires from just writing stupid shit. What? I can be one of those it, idiots. It, it, That's, it, again, it, been it, around since the dawn of time. Right. No it, one ever does it, though. It, it, it depends on what you write. I mean, because... In order for something to catch fire and literally in you know in in the sense go viral, is you've got to produce something that's uh, different than anything else that's out there, and it is really hard in a day like today where there's seven billion people it's on really the planet, not. more than half of them are connected. So you either have to say something and somebody jump up and says that rich johnson book is the most offensive thing that has ever been written and people go what the hell did he write about that was so offensive boom or done done (laughs) it's that easy dude shock jocks again have been doing it you know being an asshole being (laughs) controversial why does everyone assume i'm gonna be an asshole because you, not, we're not assuming. We know you. Well, it, there, there's there's two paths that you, you can go. Ask. Either you have to come up with something totally original, or you have to come come up with something that's offensive to at least a very specific group that everyone already kind of hates anyway. You know, there's six year olds <laughs> that are fucking. Uh, what are they called? Toys. They're doing YouTube videos. Yeah, I knew that's what you were talking about. Yeah, it's awesome. Kid makes like They're millionaires, million. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sense. his parents make millions. Yeah. Like, we're putting it away for your college. <laughs> buy all the coke. Yep. <laughs> but it's really no different than the, the difference now is simply the medium by which we are are putting it out into the world. It used to be that that kid would have had to get a, uh, you know, like a production deal, and he would have had to get with a, a studio, and he would yeah. have had to get with he would have had to have an agent and, and all that. In your freaking living room. Yeah. There's a new uh, there's right. a new style of music called bedroom pop. And it's all about basically kids, just anybody with a laptop making music 
that they're proud of. And some of it, I went and listened to some of it, and some of it's what you'd expect, and some of it you're like, wow. Yeah. If this kid, yeah. you know, if you develop this kid or, or someone came in and helped to develop him, He'd be the next. I mean, look at uh, was it Bieber was all YouTube. He just okay. put his stuff out on YouTube. He sucks though. He he might suck, he's but serious, how how but much he, he has sucks. a private jet? You he, know, here's here's <laughs> the, does he though? Here here's the thing he, though. Yeah, he fuck. does. What do you mean does he? Uh, though? Fuck Justin Bieber. Well, yeah, but at the same at, at at the same point, it's the way things happen now. They're sort of happening organically. They're sort of growing on their own. They start yeah. as this little thing. And then people sort of hop on board. And what you're saying, like, see, it's like, I fucking hate Dr. Pepper. I really hate Dr. Pepper. I think that Dr. Pepper makes a great marinade, makes a horrible drink. But I realize I that Dr. Pepper is I out in the anymore. world. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, please get out. Yeah. <laughs> see, I believe that Dr. Pepper's out in the world because somebody likes it. It's hard for somebody to say. Everybody like, likes Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no, not everybody. <laughs> not everyone likes Dr. Pepper. The closer you get to the mic and the lower you register your voice, the more matter of fact it is. Yes. I'm screwed because I this talk like a woman, but still. podcast brought to you by Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it you know it's it's it all comes down to a matter of choice. It's uh, it's like I fucking hate jazz. Really, really despise jazz. You know what? I hate jazz too. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm we, not a huge fan. I mean, and and and, and, and we have that jazz is good. No, it's see, not. And, and, no, yeah. especially as a millennial, you have no no no. You don't. You no. can't know any jazz. Remember, we discussed that if something happened before you were born, you can't like it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you forgot about that. Fun fact. Yeah, you jazz. Like, you can like Justin. Blowjobs have been around for a long time. <laughs> I'm still a fan. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think we can all agree on Valentine's Day that we all like receiving blowjobs. Yes. Yeah. I just want to put yeah. that out there. Yes. Is there any way yes. to other enjoy it? Well, I mean, you know. You well, you know, some people enjoy right, exactly. giving them. Exactly. You know. <clears throat> Interesting. Some men enjoy giving them. Right. More power to them. Good I job. just personally... Well, it's like there's women out there that love to bake brownies. I like brownies. Yeah, he you does know? like brownies. Look at him. Wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Fun um, fact is the jazz, the word comes from uh, the word jism. Fun fact. Jism. Because it was only allowed to be played in uh, brothels back in the day because it wasn't uh, like correct music. I'm you're, you're totally you're, making that up. You're right going to need, yeah. Again, when your it cheeks. Sounds like it's made up. When your cheeks get that high, it's. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. You know what I miss? I miss the days of, you told me something. I had to believe you. But you don't. But you don't. That's your fault. Exactly. I could argue with you about it. Yeah. Now I can just Google the shit. It's jism. It's right. stupid. That's, yeah, in 1987, they were like. Hey, did you know Abraham Lincoln liked to throw hot dogs at children? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, remember the Richard Gere fucking like a, story? Oh, the like, gerbil. Oh, yeah. The gerbil. Think yeah. how that had to morph itself into becoming where I... Because it was matter of fact, like, I knew a guy who had a cousin's best friend. Who knew. Who, who knew. Saw it, right. Who, who was, was at there. the emergency room right. that night. He was oh, yeah. the gerbil. He it was the gerbil. <laughs> it was a matter of fact, dude. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, whatever. It's all fucking bullshit. Well, I mean, the, the sad part is it's still all fucking bullshit. It's just, at least with a modicum of effort now, that you can semi-fact check something. Oh, my God. That kills me. That kills me when people... You know, I enjoy social media. I do. I have a lot of fun with it. I keep up with a lot of people, and I see some hilarious fucking things on there. 
But the one thing that drives me absolutely bananas is when people just share things and push stuff forward that does nothing more than line up with their narrative. Oh yeah, and they refuse to even begin because some of it, some of it, I've I've had to look up simply because I was like, what? And you read it and you go, oh wow, that's true. That's messed Isn't up. Isn't that all social media? I don't have any social media. But accounts. then, but then some of it you you see. And you go, that is just plain bullshit. Like, that's oh, yeah. just not true. I think most of it's bullshit, you know, though, right? Isn't well, all of it bullshit? Well, the, the only thing about, about that is, is that's, that's not necessarily a new phenomenon. The only thing is, what are it's, you doing, Adam? It's, it's new the way that it spreads. But, you know, I literally hate to say the word fake news because of whose mouth it's in. But Right, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's always been a matter of, I mean, just, we grew up... Um, three. Well, I don't know. I guess this area wasn't really a metropolitan no. area when you grew up. No we we kind of all grew up in the sticks uh, in in some relation or another. I think that's something that we all have in common. We make a lot of jokes about. And there were things that were just known. And I'm, I'm making air quotes here. There were things that were just known. And then you get outside of that. I moved to larger areas and met new people at college towns. And you meet people and you realize Thanks, that. Thanks, Adam, for that uh no worries. I'm right. Proof. I'm right. So it is. It is, is based. It is based on jism. Yes. Sure. That's fine. Check, check one for Adam. Put it on the board. Oh <laughs> yeah. Get a whiteboard. Bullshit. My whole life, I got one. One. <laughs> it's right? all we need. So yeah, we, we all grew up in these small areas, and so there were just things that were believed, and it, some of it was political and racial, and you know, religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then That's you get out. That's true. That one's the religion stuff's true. All of it's true, right? Yes. It's all true, really, right? I mean, just go to those areas. <laughs> 30 years later and they're still in the same, you know, they're still the same. Um, so you're right. It is, it is a matter of folklore and how things are passed down. It's just now, uh, you you can do it in a, in a much larger capacity. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, let's say we'll take high school circa 1990. That was a great year. I remember that. All right. <laughs> Let's say no, you don't. That's I, was, I was hearing everything happen through the scrotal wall. Through the scrotal wall. Yeah, <laughs> your dad's okay. scrotal wall. Let, were you let, born? When were you born? Ninety-four. Jesus Christ. Oh, nice. Red Bull. Oh. Red Bull. Gives you wings or something. That's what the, I think. Red they actually the had to Bull. take that off because someone sued them. There was a class action. There was a class action suit because someone jumped off a building. No, oh, because someone said Red Bull does not actually give you wings. And it was class action, and if you would ever bought a seen. Red Bull, you could get in on it. Yeah, because Red Bull does not actually give you wings. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Welcome right? to fucking 2000s America. And that's it, you know. And, it. and this is why I believe that waterboarding is not torture, because some people need it. The first person that said, hey... I'm going to sue Red Bull because I drank this drink and I didn't fly off like a little bird or angel or whatever else. We should be able <laughs> to immediately take that guy, Why? put a cloth over I his face and go, how about those wings now? Because abusing the system. And use Red Bull for since it was Because he would right, be wide but, awake and scared as shit. <laughs> but just because, you're, just because everyone's done it, you know what they say, one of the most dangerous uh, thought processes in business is, well, we've always done it that way. If yeah. people are abusing the system, before. right? If people are abusing the system, that doesn't make it okay. Business. Right, but They're it's still... It, and and so those of us that have a modicum, to use your word earlier, of common sense or okay, a damn what? brain cell, we'll, we'll, we'll explain it later. Okay. Little, little teeny tiny bit of... of Logic or, or a brain cell... Did you just turn my mic down? 
bastard. <laughs> he who has control of the sliders. He who controls information. Um, I am the podmaster. Podmaster. You, you've got to continually fight against that kind of idiocy. Do you know right? what our world is made up of now? Adams. I'm Mediocrity. Mediocrity. Mediocrity has mediocrity has no. always ruled. No, yes, I, it does. No, well, Medi- that's always been the case. You ever seen Office Space? No. No. I would say I'm 48 years old. That dude. not even mediocrity rules. I would say I yes. I didn't ask all of you. No, I got to go with Doug. I, okay, I'm, I'm going to change my, my stance on this one. Mediocrity rules. True story. We. Okay. It's a sliding <clears throat> scale. And everything goes to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, that's a good point. You, no, that's yourself. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You yourself. I'll give you that. Yes. Any fucking idiot can do a thing, and yes. I'm gonna ride, but I'm gonna do it. He's right. <laughs> but that's mediocrity. To me, that's mediocrity. No, that, that that's not even mediocrity. <laughs> that's not a fucking not idiot is not you know decided like as mediocrity. Little, this, this banning of teams um, here. What is this? But no, I mean, eh, let's leave it. Let's see what happens. Oh God! Hate, is, hate, is, hate, hate will propel you into success just as much as you know. Yeah, adoration. I, mean, I guess. Uh, guys, Trump twenty twenty. <laughs> what do you I say? I will stab you, Bernie Sanders. Twenty twenty. No, 2020. no, no he's an idiot. That. No, he's no. An idiot. I I was a fan he's of the giant meteor twenty sixteen yeah. stickers. I'm gonna go. Just end it all now. I'm still thinking I'd like to see a giant douche and turd sandwich run again. Yes, um, they did. Twenty sixteen. You know, did they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to see that again. I and it's I would really probably not, vote. not 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 clear Too. which was which. <laughs> <laughs> it never has been, man. Twenty sixteen was like having a choice of what venereal disease you wanted. I, I well, kinda, you're gonna have one. I personally feel like that's every election that I have that from the time I'm 44. So I've seen whatever the math is on that 11. Right. And, so, and, but here's the same thing. I think Clinton was cool. Bill Clinton was cool as fuck. Why? Because he played the sax. Yeah, he liked french fries. He played saxophone. And he got played head in the fucking Oval Office. What a he, fucking G. Because he, he played jazz. <laughs> <laughs> he played jazz. <laughs> but that was, that was a callback. But you weren't cool. even alive, right? I was alive. Like, like two barely. months old? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No matter what one does, they they fuck up something for somebody else, and then the next one comes in, and like I said, it's that pendulum swing. They they run on. It's like the Democrats right now are simply running on everyone. You know, hate Trump, hate Trump, hate Trump. Now, I'm not a Trump fan by any. I hate, I hate Trump. St- I have no no love for the man by any stretch of the imagination. But that's a dumb platform to but run. But if on. that's the only platform you have, it's like I, I told someone the other day that that the Republicans, Trump's biggest supporters right now are the Democrats because they keep putting these fucking nut jobs out there. And it's like, really, if that's the best you can come up with, Someone, he's getting four more years. You're folks. never going to get people on your side. If you just go as far left as you can, because you already have the left vote, right? You're Regardless, not gonna, you're not going to get anyone on the fence. By vote blue, no matter who. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to go blue. I live in California. The problem See, is no one cares about who the president is when we're guys like us, right? Because I don't care because very little changes to me year, changes year to year. Us. Yeah. It doesn't matter who. I'm middle class. Is. It changes my for life's me. never it makes changed. Me feel bad. Uh, makes me feel bad. <laughs> wow. My team lost. I feel bad. While I understand the sentiment of nothing much changes with the president, it is a little internally taxing for me to turn on the news every day and have a butthole pucker factor of, oh, fuck. What has he tweeted now? I've never <laughs> had to deal with that before. Now, anything before now, 
I would have agreed with you 135 percent. But his but statistically impossible. Is, but what he it tweets doesn't affect doesn't like, change your life. Your life. It only affects a it doesn't affect how much you get paid, your family, right. your friends. Right. Oh, I, I totally understand that, and I call that the universal UFO theory. All right. The universal UFO Dugism. theory <laughs> is Area 51 exists. They've been lying to us all along. Aliens live among us, and if it doesn't affect my wallet, anybody that I know, I don't have fucking cancer. I don't care because it doesn't affect anything. Right. So I believe in but aliens. That's, but that's not the world we live in right now, and that's social media, media in general. I think it's all it's all social media. It's always been social media, but to use the term, social media wants you to go the exact opposite direction of that, right? It wants you to care, like you said about the you know you shit your pants and it goes global. Um, yeah, it used to be if you lived in a small town, you didn't know what happened. I lived, I, the towns that I lived in were so small that they kind of just grouped everything by, by um, counties. You lived in said county and other counties. I wouldn't know what was going on a county over in the late 80s and 90s, right? Unless somebody no. jibber-jabbered and you heard about it. Now a gnat farts on the other side of the, the globe, yep. and you know about it in fucking real time. Because CNN's got no time. to talk about <clears throat> Right. So they want you to think about every little thing and how it affects you. But I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm, and the older I get, the, the further I go that direction is that... It's not that I don't care about starving people and people that are oppressed. I do care about it, and, and I do let my voice be heard in that I, I talk to other people about it. I, I let people know. But I, I cannot lose sleep over every travesty or every small little thing that happens in the world. I, I have enough. I, I've been medicated for anxiety shit, and depression most of my happens. life. I don't need any more, uh, more anything bad else. More good shit happens. Well, I think it's really 50-50. It's just that we never hear about good stuff because nobody, for some reason, we it all like to good feel news. good. Right, but we all like to feel good. So why in God's name is there no... Why do we do that? Because I, we like watching other people suffer. Yeah, we like makes watching us train crashes. Uh, yeah, like from, a, from a clear, crashes. safe distance. No tool reference. I would say you're partly right. We're like, wow, would you look at that? That sucks. I think it's the fight or flight. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think it's the fight or flight I, thing, too. I, I think we it like goes that. back. Oh, God. Adrenaline something's going to get us. Something's going to get us. Yeah. All right. Now, who here me, has me. Watched, it's probably a, Lester. watched a movie? Me. In which, I'm out. <laughs> yep, I'm done. <laughs> in, in which... Something was going on the town, going on in a town, and we're talking, God knows, you know. The, oh, yeah, the guys just kind of come times. into the town accidentally, and, well, you know. Okay, and something happens, and you movie. get the angry mob. <laughs> people, for some stupid reason. They love being angry. People, people are sheep. love to be that angry mob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you stand up and you say, I think this thing fucking sucks. Dr. And, Pepper. And another guy stands up and that is Dr. says, Pepper. I think that thing fucking sucks too. And that guy saying that thing think it's in a, turn validates right. you. Yeah, and right. it becomes this self-feeding cycle. Right. That's why we are in so much hate nowadays. Because somebody's like, I think well, that so- person X rapes babies. 
and kills them with sledgehammers. I don't as know if that's not true, puppies. but I hate it. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Well, if you guys hate it, I have to hate it too. I think it's a camaraderie that comes with hating something Ow. with a bunch of people. Agreed. Well, yeah. people like, are just sheep. Nothing unites sheep. like a common enemy. They yeah. are that's sheep. What it's all they about. are sheep, but why does it? But they they are sheep, but why does it seem like it's easier to lead them? In, in a flock of anger, I mean, um, even religion, when, when, when I think flock, I always go back to, you know, yeah. this is my flock. When you talk about ministers, pastors, we and all came from small towns. And when one of the things that I grew to not really like about churches that I went to anyway, was that all of them seemed to concentrate on all the sin and hell and the, the, the gays and the, you know, the, the non-believers and all that. They always, and they're all going to hell. And it was very angry. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you know, I guess if you're – the Old Testament uh, stuff was a little, you know, a little racier than some of the, the watered-down pop version of the New Testament. People but, are looking to be led, man. It just doesn't And they matter. are looking to be led. But the, the, the question gnaws at me as to why is it that it's easier to lead them into anger and hatred and that, that camaraderie of hatred than hatred, to bring them into the, hey, let's feel good. I think right? hatred knocks out all of your uh, critical thinking and it's harder to – Think your way around being angry. I would agree with that. Thank you, Doctor Lester. I would agree with that. Yes. I think anyone who knows me, Doug, <laughs> Doug has known me longer. I, I am an emotional person, right? One of my, one of the things that my second ex-wife said about me was that <laughs> third time's a charm. Never is that uh, that she didn't like about me that that bothered her was that I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I do, and for a lot of years that bugged me. Like how I, dare I tried to let it be known how you feel. Yeah, see, that's the funny thing is that again, over the years, I've come to the realization that I don't know that that's necessarily a a bad thing. Men I'm a, aren't supposed to have feelings. And and that's the thing is it's you I know, don't. <laughs> toxic masculinity is a real thing. And yeah, it's whenever you talk about it, a minute immediately you're you're a wuss, you're a pussy, you're whatever, and. I think that's a shame because men are, we are um, encouraged to be angry. Like, we even do it with each other. You know, somebody says, man, that guy bumped into me. Man, fuck that motherfucker. You know, punch him in the mouth, right? Um, we, and that's okay. Like, well, dude bumped into me. I punched him in the mouth. And you're a, you're a pussy rich. if... That's how rich I am. Right? And, and you're a pussy. I do not act that way, for the record. <laughs> for the record. Well, and, you know, you talk about... We've, we've made the comment about the whole Gen X millennial thing, right? And I do believe that there is a... I think millennials are a little more... Um, yeah, I do. I think they're a little more socially aware, and I think that they understand the concept of toxic masculinity better. Because I've had, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with millennials where I've been telling a story where someone pissed me off and I wanted to, you know, pop them in the mouth, whatever. And I've had several millennials say, dude, or you could just ignore the shit out of it, dude. Fuck those guys, right? <laughs> and again, some of it is, is my upbringing and my age, but I do believe there's some age relatedness to it, right? And can't there be a happy in between? I would like to see that, right? Oh, Where talk to him about shut it. the fuck up, right, I will the fuck out of you, <laughs> yeah. and, and then talk about it. I will pop you right in the right. fucking Let's mouth, and then we'll okay. discuss it. You won't right. even see it coming, okay. and then, th- then we're going to discuss how we feel about it. I think <laughs> that the idea that that men, you know, has have always, I, I really think it's a problem, and I think that personally, I think it boils down to the mass shootings and all that, this toxic masculinity, and the idea that you can't retaliate. There's a there's a term and Doug maybe you know it where the the force that you return with is 
uh, proportional to the force that was um, laid on you, meaning that That's if somebody comes at you, it's Newton's second law. <laughs> Newton's yeah. second. Law. I said no, Einstein, and it's it's not thing. physics. It's it, it, they. It's not physics as much as it is. Um, if somebody comes up and they want to punch me, I don't pull out a gun and shoot them in the face. Eye for an eye. It's it's a little more eye for an eye is one way to say I, it. I'm gonna go with Will Ferrell and the Anchorman and say, "Well, that escalated quickly <laughs> because there there there's there's usually not." When it comes to emotion and person X has done Y to me, uh, there's usually just this continuing escalation as opposed to, well, he thumped me in the testicle. Let me go. Testicle thumping. Somebody comes over and bump. The first thing you're going to think is I'm going to punch this motherfucker (laughs) in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Adam gives him his cell phone number. Yeah. Hey, bro, that was kind of... I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of cool. Can you, uh, <laughs> can you come to my house and do that again? When's the last time anyone got in a fight? <sighs> I couldn't even Oof. tell you. High school. I was 45. Was <laughs> a, a, I was yesterday. Yeah, that's why was I was yesterday. like, yeah, that's something you would do. No, it's not. I got in a but fight yesterday. But I will tell you the reason it's why. It's been 10 years easy. The reason why is because, not because I started it, because I asked him be, to be quiet or go outside. He wouldn't. He flipped out on me at T Mobile. And <laughs> T-Mobile. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were in That's T-Mobile. That's not even store. the best part. So That's I said, "Hey man, part. can you go outside?" I have to. AT and T for the win. I can't even. Come, come hear. on, lean in closer. Come I, on. I can't I'm, even hear uh, the guy talk to me. And he's like, he freaked out. He's like, "Fuck you! You're not the boss of me!" And all this shit. And I'm like, "Okay." And I go, "But every other word is a cuss word coming out of your mouth." And I'm with my mom. And, well, and that's aggressive when you're using swear words at somebody. You are being right. aggressive and disrespectful. And he picked his hands up and said, "Fuck your cunt, mom!" Oh. Wow. And I beat on him like a drum <laughs> for five minutes. And the only reason I stopped because my mom was crying. And <laughs> that's she's my like, favorite part of the story. She's like, "Mijo, mijo, stop!" And he looked like Barry Gibbs from the Bee Gees, a homeless Barry Gibbs. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me that every time you tell it, yeah, then my mom started crying. I don't know why it's so funny. Because that's the only reason I stopped. Because at 45, you should stop making your mother cry. <laughs> By then, you should have figured out what makes her cry, and I'm, you should have stopped doing, doing it. That. Yeah. But I will tell you that after I did that, I felt like I was 17 again. <laughs> it made me feel so good. This made I, me feel good. It's amazing. Well, Hurting see, people makes me feel good. It was so his fault, good. right? It was his fault. No, but I, was it? You could have been the bigger man and just walked away or, or let T Mobile. They're yeah, just words. No, but, but They're but just no. words. Hey, at that point, now it's between him and your mom. Just, <laughs> dude, my mom would have beat his ass. So that, I just had to tell that story because I think that there's a time and place to fight. No, I I, I'm I, well. Sometimes you have to escalate. I mean, you know, look, look at World War II. Um, sometimes you have to escalate in order to. And again, it, but it's got to be again, right? Had you pulled out a knife or a gun and, and fucking murdered this dude, it would have been murder in my opinion, oh, sure. right? But, um, it doesn't, doesn't but you should have done it. But. You are on a violent tip today, buddy, and that's weird because you're usually so laid back. He did say he wanted to you kill didn't jerk me. off this morning, did you? Shut you, up. You're supposed to jerk off before we come over. Right, you know I'll the be, rule. I'll be right back. All right, hurry up. I think that I do believe that there is a time to escalate, but again, I think that it has to be proportionate, right? You don't you don't pull out a gun on somebody because they're talking shit in your face. No. They come at me with any type of deadly weapon, and I'm going to return force in the same way. Apparently, you've never met an old white guy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of been lost with time. You, you know, that whole 
70-year-old white guy that likes to show you the shiny pistol he just bought. (laughs) I've had that happen. I've I've been out, uh, you know, I've been working in various industries for years, and uh, I happened to be out in a place that passed through this guy's property. I'm in an easement. I'm in a right-of-way. And the very first thing that this guy does is he comes out and he, let's just put this out there, he looks like he has to probably pee about 16 times a day and stairs are a real problem. <laughs> so you're so saying let, he's big. Let, let, let's just frame that. So he's old. old. No, I'm saying he's old. Oh, I was thinking fat. I don't know like why my mind went Like to if fat. he falls down, things are going to break. <laughs> Broken Why do you always got to assume people are fat, bro? I don't, I don't, my fat shaming. Are you fat, fat shaming? Yeah. He's he's chunky. I'm, I'm husky. big bones. Husky. My, my jeans say so. You're big husky. bones. <laughs> my jeans okay, say so. Okay, go ahead, so. Doug. Sorry. Hey, I, dude, this is what this is all about. We're just all over the place, and I have ADD, so I understand. <laughs> but the first thing he wants to do is come out there and show you his big, shiny pistol, and he wanted to make sure that you ain't fooling around. <laughs> I'm here to fucking play, buddy. I just buddy. want you to know that if you up here to start something, I got you covered. And those buddy. are the people, as somebody who is a who is a um, alleged gun owner and um, <laughs> as an alleged gun owner and and defender of the Second Amendment, people like that irritate the living shit out of me, right? Because those are the people, they scare me. For the record, those of you who are like, oh, you're a gun nut, screw you. Those um, guys freak me the fuck out too, okay? Right? And and I worry I about these kinds about of guys you. blowing up my car. Conversely, on you. by the same token, I sort of love that at the same time because that's always the dumbass that shoots himself in the ball. <laughs> when yeah. he's cleaning it. Or in the foot because the people will walk along, they'll have their booger picker on the bang switch, yep. they trip over something, and they shoot themselves in their own goddamn foot. That's I have Darwinism. known that's those right. people. <laughs> exactly. Karma, Darwinism, yeah. you know, it, yes. it, it runs the gambit. Those are people whose lives are so boring they wish someone was trespassing they on look the property for, so they Oh, shoot. dude. Yeah, they're, they're small They fantasize about that. <laughs> yeah. I wish somebody would come through that door. <laughs> oh. I'd be sitting here cleaning my will. Oh, God. I mean, oh, would you I just wish come they in would. And I just dump my load all in it. <laughs> it just sounds like you know a crazy thing that would have been. But this was in Alabama, right? Playboy. It's, it's everywhere. Was, it's everywhere. I live in Ohio. Playboy. But isn't Ohio kind of penthouse forum? Shitty. Yeah. Ohio, Ohio's Ohio not Ohio shitty. It's the shitty. it's the Midwest, it right? Where you are. Yeah, it's the oh, Midwest, right. and there's there's a lot of um, a lot of farmland, you know. So I mean, it's it, it, he, you're from Virginia, right? Not West Virginia. I'm from North Carolina. My North, family's from West Virginia. West Virginia. Okay. So I mean, do you, uh, is your dad married to your mom? Like your brother's <laughs> wife, brother wife? Yeah, my wife? dad is married to my mom. Yeah, that's usually like, how they. <laughs> Thank you, millennial. Are they like brother and sister, or no? Okay. Is your dad married to your mom? Well, at one time. Oh, you you know what? West Actually, Virginia is, is kind of like that, though, right? Uh, North Carolina has more lax laws than West Virginia on that kind of thing. Really? Yes. I mean, I've been to West Virginia. It's a scary place. Well, that's because you usually don't in, in, enforce laws that you don't need to, <laughs> right? So just putting that out just there. That out. Yeah. So you guys. Oh, we already are. Don't worry. Don't even bother passing that. I just find, like, all the states, dude, like, the southern states 
how many there's how many a, times have you lived in the southern states? I've, I've, my family lives back there. So Where I've at? Been you, Tennessee. Ten, Tennessee. That's in, not in Virginia. The South. There is some redneck motherfuckers. There is, but, and that was my point when I moved to Alabama. When I moved to Alabama, and everyone was making jokes, and they're like, oh, "How was moving to Alabama?" I was like, "Well, first of all, most of these people um, aren't what you think they are. You know, it's not." Uh, Funny story though, when I because I grew up in Northeast Ohio, farmland, predominantly white would be an understatement. So when I moved to Alabama, I was in the uh, I was in the store with my my ex wife, my one? my second second, okay. my second ex wife. Just want to clarify that. And uh, I'm going to put an asterisk somewhere and be like, pretty much it's always going to be her. Excuse me. So and she's initially originally from Mississippi, right? And. So we moved to Alabama, and I was in a grocery store one day, and I'll never forget this. We were buying stuff for the new apartment, and there was a, a, a broom handle sticking out of my cart, and there were some folks walking towards me, and I was trying to get out of the way, right? And I don't know why, but all of a sudden, I looked around, and she says, you okay? Because I had kind of that 10,000-yard you know, stare going on, and I said, there's just so many black people here. And yes. of course she said, Oh my God, baby, you can't talk like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Wiggly? No, that's, uh, that's... We, yeah, maybe a Publix, but maybe a P- Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. I know but, Piggly Wiggly, dude. But the thing was, is no, that you, re- you, you, <laughs> you I, I'm, I'm glad that you're aware of Piggly Wiggly. Well, I've been, been in the Piggly Wiggly. The yes. fact that you know about Piggly Wiggly makes you a Southerner. No, well, I don't, I don't want to really. be a Southerner. Immediately. Now you know what it's like to live in the South. Now you know what it's like to live in the South. I like being from Colorado. So the thing is like, People will say the South is uh, really like redneck and hillbilly, and then they'll move to like Charlotte. And they're like, whoa, what is Whoa. Look at this metro. Oh, this me- me- metropolis can use the word. I'm like, yeah, but if you go like ten miles this way, the clan lives over there. Right? Yeah. No shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, they were like two miles from my house when I lived. in The North Carolinas North. is where I mean, slavery. That was kind of the port. To, to slavery was I mean, South Carolina. Uh, just yeah. Not, yeah. There's not a lot of black people in Colorado. No, there's not. And again, it's because <laughs> yeah. a lot of them. Well, because a lot of them did not yeah. move west. A lot of them are. They stayed in the south because that's where these folks were brought sure. in. That's where their families sure. were brought in. And just like anyone else, most a lot of people never, regardless of you're born here, brought here, whatever, you don't tend to leave the area that you're no, from, exactly. right? And so when I went down there and I saw a much larger population of of black people, it was interesting to me. It was, it didn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. It was just fascinating to me because I had never seen a concentration of, of African-American people like that, right? And the thing that I noticed was the these white folk and black folk have been going to school together for the last, you know, umpteen bajillion years, whatever. The racism in the South was no different than the racism I saw in, in rural Ohio. No, there was no damn difference. It yeah. wasn't any better. There was a comedian who talked about, you know, racism in the South, you know, like that. And it's like, no, you, you don't understand. It really isn't like that. And again, it would depend on where you went. But I could argue that it's the same way out here. It's the same way in Florida. It was the same way in Ohio. It was the same way in the Carolinas. Right. It's about where you are. But right. Racism is racism is racism. It's the same across the board. Right. Right. Exactly. It's shitty. shitty. And the South, most of the people that I, I still have a lot of friends back in Alabama, um, a lot of really good people. I I, I met a lot of really good people down there and I've met some really shitty people in Ohio. So it, it just doesn't matter. No matter where you go, there you are. Don't you guys just love Colorado? No. I, (laughs) we weren't talking to millennials on this one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and mute his mic. Um, (laughs) Let me start this by posing a question. (coughs) 
Are you on the fucking tourism board or something? <laughs> Dude, I love Colorado. You've never lived anywhere else? No. Yeah. Why would so, I? I love Colorado. So you I don't, move? you know, you know why I'm would just I saying. somewhere shittier? <laughs> why would I somewhere shittier? <laughs> well, I actually love Colorado. I do. I really love it out here, and it's one of the reasons that I tolerate the ridiculous rent prices and, and housing prices. But that's just recently. That hasn't been forever. Right. No, but I mean, for those of us that have come out in the last few years. Now. Yeah, recently. We yeah, moved out here recently. You. Oh, it's just recently. Yeah. We're... we're <laughs> We're living here right now. I sense now. hostility from you right now. I don't know well, you're why. like, oh, oh, no, it hasn't always that's come at just, me, bro. That's because he just took his shirt off and he has a knife. So it, it's, it, it, ha- like, it, it hasn't, hasn't always been that way, but it's like that now. It doesn't mean it's not like that now. Well, right. It's like that now. Yes. It sucks. I mean, for but what does you. It matter? For people who didn't buy their home before 2012. <laughs> right. I mean, this is one of the few states that I've lived in that, um, you know, I looked at buying a house in Florida. I had a house in Alabama. Um until the second ex-wife got it. And I had a house in Charlotte that was gorgeous, and I paid a third or half of what the houses out here of the same you know, square footage and the amenities that it had. Uh, the idea of buying a house out here just doesn't even appeal to me, man. No cap. No cap. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no cap. This is what happens when you teach a, a Gen X or some millennial I, terms. I'm going to fuck with you later. I'll fuck with you later. It almost sounds like I'm going to fuck with you later, but it's not. No, that's what it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. What do you think it was? I don't know. He thought it was just like a made-up, like, I'm going to fuck with you later. Ah, uh, like whatchamacallit. I don't know, yes. man. I just think that Colorado's, like, everyone, when I got out of high school, everyone wanted to leave. And I'm like, why would you want to leave? It's freaking awesome here. You have any fucking petitions I signed to get weed legalized here? Oh, that was all you. That was so, what you're doing. It was all you're doing. It's us Gen Xers, bro. You're welcome. That's probably true. The, yeah, the Gen yeah. Xers probably have had a, a strong hand in that. Dude, every right? concert I went to, I was like signing my name 17 different times. <laughs> I don't I don't think it counts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, when I used to go to Florida, do you know how many fucking big Johnson t-shirts that I bought? A lot. A lot. What did you get any? What? Did you get any proceeds from that? No, I should have. No, so, dude, wow. those things were great. It was like, you know, you don't need this if you're packing. You know, and there would always be seeing girls huge. I'm assuming movies, that Johnson or Big if Johnson. You're packing a Big Johnson. Is that a product? It, is Big Johnson a product? Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I haven't either. I'm glad we're in the same boat. Yeah. Well, see, that was you know, you go to the beach. They always have. Um, some sort of t-shirt yeah and when you're at the beach you tend to buy a commemorative t-shirt right, but is big shape. johnson a is it like a fishing lure or something or <sighs> you guys just don't get it so let me bring if you're just randomly saying i've got a big johnson that's just not as <laughs> yes. cool a shirt that's yes yes yeah. see it was it was i have a big dick so i don't need smarts it was or it was money. literally inserting you your enough. big johnson mm-hmm. Wherever you could in the thing, just mm-hmm. like periodically, I have to point at my crotch in a conversation mm-hmm. when somebody says, "I'm not sure it. what I want to eat," and I point, 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 right. point. You know, yeah. I feel like if, if Big Johnson was a name of like a brand, yeah. and you were like, "If you have a Big, Big Johnson, Johnson, you know, right. whatever," but to just say, "I have a Big Dick," is kind of weird. No, hey, check no, out my t-shirt. It, it says I got a big cock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. You guys just don't get it. Let's see here. You're right. I, I, really, I really don't get your Big Johnson. No, I do not. <laughs> no, you do I not know. get my Big. Johnson images. But I do have a t shirt that says Doug and Dan BFFs forever. So it was airbrushed in Florida. I do. That's awesome. I'm gonna I keep it clean because I'm gonna wear it to his funeral. Yeah, see this is this is one of the more famous ones. Big Johnson's bar. Is that a real place? No. It's just then that's a lame. T-shirt. Then that's lame. Yeah, but it's read, lame. read the whole thing. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, this this is the kind of stuff that Big Johnson did. Liquor. It was a funny fucking yep. T-shirt that had a cock reference in it. Wait, wait, wait. Define funny. So, but Big Johnson's <laughs> is not actually a real bar in Conceito. If it was real, it'd be oh. then that's not funny. Funnier. If it was real, yeah, yeah. If, if you had a restaurant or a lure, I, or something I'm like not that. even going to show you guys some of the rest of the pictures that came up. But I put no, I don't want to see Big the pictures John. on your phone either. Get off my Hold on. Funny. Right, right. Yeah, We're talking about his phone yeah. pictures and Big Johnson's. I don't know where this is leading, but I'm not drinking any more alcohol. Some are very dark. I've got a, so I'm going to shoehorn this in because I was going to mention it earlier right. in, in celebration of Valentine's Day, right? I said that 51% of all uh, marriages lead in divorce. A couple of other fun facts, um, and these are from, there's a guy here named Sean T. Smith. He's a, um, I don't think he's a psychologist per se, he's a counselor. He, um, in uh, Wheat Ridge, actually, and I did okay. not know this. I, I I read a book of his called The Tactical Guide to Women after my second divorce. And it's actually, it's I, I thought it was a really oh, good book. Oh, you're doing some uh, some pickup artist little, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, yeah, right? I fucking to, hate you, dumb, ugly bitch. <laughs> and they're just like, ah. Um, so The Tactical Guide to Women by Sean T. Smith. A couple of interesting points. And one thing that I like about his book is that he always references where he got his information. It's not just like, hey, I wrote a book, so you should believe me. Um, so all, all this stuff can be can be validated. But uh, two of the other things that I thought were interesting is that, so you got 51% of all marriages lead uh, to divorce. But uh, four out of every five divorces are initiated by the wife. Okay. I thought that was kind of well, interesting, too. big check. Well, and, and the other interesting fact is that women still get the disproportionately large amount of, of the belongings and, and divvy. Because guys don't well, want to fuck around with them, you know, so they just Well, they can't take them. care of themselves. They're just a woman. Well, and... You see that whole just, Mark, a, just a woman yeah. thing? She's I love to leave woman. that in. She's too dumb to take care of herself. Leave that in. I love it. And I think that someone's going to fucking murder. Well, it, you. well that's it, what they're saying. A hundred, no, right, right. A hundred years ago, women didn't, you know, women didn't work. They didn't go into the workplace. They had a harder time. They made much less money. I mean, they still make less money for the same jobs as men. That's again, that's a statistical fact. Mm -hmm. But not that much less that they need to be given everything. Right? My ex um, basically makes the same as me, maybe more. Now, our divorce, we did ourselves, and I. To Rich's point, to Rich's point, I just walked away because it, when somebody, well, she walked, she left. But the point being is that I didn't want to. Again, I don't want it on tape, right? You can't tape. walk away if I walk away. If first. I walk away first, right? Watch this. But the point is, is that I didn't want to mess with it. It was she exactly. was done with me. That's I why. got it. I'm walking away. But it's not because the the courts. I know a lot of men that have fought to keep their stuff. Yeah. The the courts still are on this antiquated idea that. The woman is the victim, etc. When Even again, eighty percent of the time, four out of five times, she's the one that initiated the divorce to begin with, right? And that was the case in my second one. My first one, I did. My second one, um, she did. But the, I just think there. I just thought those were some interesting statistics. There's yeah. some other really neat stuff. But yeah, the more you spend on a wedding, the more likelihood it's going to go into the divorce. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm yes. going to look that up now. That's because yep. that's. The people that have more money I spend spent more twenty five dollars on my wedding. I don't know if so I spent that much. I went to much. Applebee's for my. <laughs> we went to after we, after we went to we went to Olive Garden yeah. after our yeah we went to the Olive Garden. Uh, twenty five yeah. years later, bam, still there. Okay. Uh, we did fifteen, so there's still hope for you. So you're yeah. you're not that you can, far you gone. Can still get out. You can still get out. I don't know if I want to get out. I kind of like it. Yeah. 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 Well, plus you like your house and your car and you know everything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, I like your going testicles. home and bullshitting and yeah 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 fair enough. 
<laughs> yeah, it's there's no such thing as a as a perfect relationship, right? Oh, I think we all know man. that, it's but it's it's it is a lot of work, work right? And when one person decides they don't want to work anymore, it's, I, it's almost I'm gonna say it's impossible for the other person to try to carry all that weight. I mean, they can for a few years. That eventually stops. But at some point, they're going to, right, they're going to, you know, it's going to kill them. So I just, like I said, being being uh, Valentine's Day and seeing all the roses well, we and cards. we all clearly have dates. Right? <laughs> uh, excuse me, I do. So I'll speak for Is yourself. That why you're here? Is that why you're here? Uh, I'm going to. Don't judge me. I'm going to say for the record, masturbation is so much easier <laughs> And so much less complicated. I can carry the weight of that one on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do the stranger? Stranger in the tub. Who the fuck would do that? Oh, the I've whole point. The stranger. I've done that. The whole point is that you already know what you're doing. No, so but it's, it's over the stranger, faster. You can't you know, feel it. You might as well get a hand job from someone who's never done it before. Oh no. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. That's you're doing it. <laughs> I don't know I'm doing it. The sad part Because <laughs> it's the stranger. Right? I could it's make this so much worse, but I'm just going to hold back for now. That, we'll save that for a later podcast. I was going to say, let's do episode three or so. <laughs> All right, guys, today we're talking about <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> masturbation. Oh, I can go. Auto asphyxiation. I don't care how long you can go, <laughs> When you masturbate. Yeah. When we're discussing things and stuff, you get me into masturbation. The word, I tell you what. Coming up Dug next him. podcast, yeah. the sequel, <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only people that have to censor a fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm getting acupuncture, by the way. And let me tell you, when that fucking needle hits the muscle, mm-hmm. I fucking came off the table. It hurt so fucking bad. I've I'm actually it. nervous to go today. Imagine that. See, I've been a fan of cartoons for a really long time. And have you ever seen those cartoons where they took somebody and jabbed them with a fucking hat pin? Yeah, and they jumped. And they, like, jumped 50 that feet there? So you just said that when somebody <laughs> sticks a needle in me, in my muscle, God damn it hurts. It didn't hurt until she hit the muscle that was all fucking bound up. There's a lot of... Holy I know a lot of people shit. that and cupping and... Um, I did cupping, too. I've... I like spooning more like than spooning. cupping. Yeah, I like forking. Yeah. The, <laughs> I've done a lot of massage therapy and actually need to start going back. That and chiropractors. And I know a lot of people that hate both of them or say that it's all voodoo. Oh, massage voodoo. is real. It's real. But it's good to massage your muscles out. I, I've got a lot of benefit from both. Well, I, I mean, I believe there's levels. Um, see. I don't think a chiropractor is going to cure cancer. Right. You know? See, because that that that's the thing. Because you have... Uh, people that are, I mean, obviously everybody's in something for the money, but there are people right. out there that genuinely want, genuinely want to help. And then there's people out there that want to just absolutely bleed you dry. So right. you walk in the door and they say, yeah, I'm going to cure your cancer if I crack your bones and you get my nutrients. Right. And you follow That's this That's a lot of chiropractors, program. too. And, you know, and it's Oh, like, yeah, it's all bullshit. When you yeah. start selling me, oh, it's like, okay, I came in here to, you know, get you to straighten me out or whatever else. And uh, you got me uh, believing that, uh, okay, I'm going to solve all your problems with some crazy Dr. Oz shit going along with this. <laughs> yeah. Who's Dr. Oz? 
It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Well, and when I was looking for a chiropractor, we found a lot of them that were like that. You had to come to these seminars once a month to no, be in their practice. And I'm like, what? And a guy at work All said, hey, I, I went to college with a guy who was a chiropractor. Um, so I went to see him. I went in. I gave him money. He cracked my neck especially, um, my, my back and stuff like that. We had a guy in Charlotte was the same way. I went in. I paid the money. They performed their service. And I left. And felt better. better. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, both of them, actually, I have, I have a lot of problems in my neck, a lot of damage. And both of them would get in there, and they'd, they'd be rolling my neck, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait, wait. oh yeah. Like, they, <laughs> they gained a lot of pleasure from getting it to crack when it didn't want to, right? Oh, thank you. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it was like the, the, the pimple poppers. Like, they just they really want to hear that crunch in there. But, yes, when I went routinely... Um, I noticed that I stopped having as much pain in my neck and shoulders and uh, in my hips and stuff like that. Just get an so inversion table. I've always wanted an inversion table, awesome. yeah. Just hang upside down forever. Uh, Anybody uh, out there listening, if you want to send us an inversion uh, table, <laughs> that'd be awesome. We do take free products for this, review. Uh, this yeah. podcast brought to you by... Uh, inversion blue, tables. Uh, bluetables.com. Dr. Dr. Pepper. Ooh, isn't that food? Talker. Blue table? No, blue apron yeah, is It's food. blue apron. Sorry. Yeah, wow. Fuck. I know, Seriously. So I went to the chiropractor. She she asked me how much do you, you know how much is your insurance because our insurance covers thirty some visits. I ate up all my deductible. Oh yeah, and my out of pocket maximum yeah. deductible. Yeah, on by February fourth. Yeah, that's how much the hospital stay cost me when I had my stroke. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So everything's free. I, I mean, so I am going <laughs> to the doctor. All the time. Dr. Gessner, I'll be seeing you later. Just saying. I thought you were going to talk about the... the we, I, I spent a ton of money on chiropractors and masseuse, right? They're, they're expensive. Um, and a lot of insurance doesn't cover them, right? right? Which I've never understood um, the the idea of things like... even I've even heard of like some insurance plans that don't cover vasectomies and things like that, right? But they'll cover a pregnancy. And Those people I'm, are nuts. <clears throat> I couldn't help myself. That was fucking awesome. Thanks, Doug. Uh, I apologize. I'm a horrible person for that. I apologize. Uh, I'm just saying, I ate a lot. That's how much the shit costs. Yeah. Well, it costs a ton. When your brain, you know, explodes, um, that gets a little pricey, right? I have I have known other people that have had you know aneurysms and strokes at the same time, and it got real damn expensive. And so it's it's one of those life changing events. Not only do you have to deal with whatever's going on with your body at the time but financially it can ruin you right oh yeah so uh, it's one so of those I'm reasons. taking donations I'm taking for donations. my medical bills <laughs> we're going to start a GoFundMe strokesrs.com if you would like to uh, sponsor the podcast strokes arrest it's uh, handy capable people handy capable one of the reasons I carry uh, an umbrella policy I worked for I did IT for an insurance company for a short period of time and the girls there you know they they talk to me ask me questions and whatnot about it so i'd ask them questions about insurance and they're like oh do you have an umbrella policy and me being the jackass i am i'm like oh no because if it rains i'll just you know because i just couldn't help myself and but they were all like appalled at the fact that i didn't have an umbrella policy which in a nutshell it, it just it's a chunk of cash that kicks in if all if you use up all of your other insurance means right right and i think i've got a million dollars and it's like a couple what? bucks a month, literally a couple like bucks a month. 200 bucks a year or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. you can do 2 million. But if so, if I were to get into a car wreck and, you know, hurt somebody really bad and they, you know, again, had a 
you know, brain damage or whatever. And they went into the millions of dollars and went way over what my oh, car insurance. Millions. Dude, let's uh, yeah. you just run into me. I'll, run into you I'll, and say, yeah. I'll park right there. You knew. And you run into me. You knew. And then I'll that, roll no. out of my car. I'll run over screaming, you. Screaming, screaming, oh. monthly payments, bitch. Oh, my brain. Uh, oh, my, my brain right here in my no, back. No, it'd be like, here's my AR-15, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. We're going to go, whoa. yeah. Aggressive. Well, it's like a yeah. horse. It's like a horse. If you're Mr. hurt that Guns bad. Mr. Guns over there. Yeah, I know, right? The guy has been talking about fucking shooting everybody the entire podcast. So, uh, And here, here's to... Here's to the Second if, Amendment podcast. If you're, if you're going to have to shoot someone and you're in that circumstance, eh, I'm just saying, don't wing them. Don't wing them. <laughs> don't wing them. <laughs> That's just rude. I love millennials. I love them. We're surrounded by them, you know, where we're at. Well, yeah, unfortunately, but, it's fucking great. You know, it, not so bad. Th- there's a lot of people that like to hate, and the thing is, is every generation is different. And if you go and you look back historically, oh, absolutely, every freaking generation that comes up, mm-hmm. you know, because things have changed ever so slightly, sure. or even uh, just majorly, and they look. Well, things were simpler when, and you can right. go back as far. Life was better before they invented that damn wheel. <laughs> but you know what? Things haven't changed that so much. It haven't. And so you said every generation, and I was actually thinking about this this morning, you know, in, in kind of uh, preparation for this. I don't think it is every generation. I think it's closer to every other generation. Mm-hmm. And I, well, Boomers hated Gen Xers. Yeah, they did. Did they hate us? Yeah, they yeah. did. Did they? Because they thought we were trying yeah. to... Who are those kids and their damn loud music? <laughs> uh, That's been happening forever. Dude. No, but like, I think... Uh, the only Playing reason, uh, jazz. The only reason we got legalized is because it's the one thing uh, millennials and Gen Xers both fucking wanted to happen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. everyone voted for it because all the boomers are dead. Yeah. All the boomers are dead. They're not dead for the record. They aren't no, voting. they're 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 not dead. They are they are dying off though. Well, but you know a lot of a lot of um, I know folks, even even my parents and a lot of other people's parents that I know of in their seventies now are saying, Oh, I guess it's not that bad. It's like, you know. wow. For the last like three years of your life, you're gonna get to experience sweet. But you know, that's kinda what happens as you get older, you do you you kinda mellow out a little bit. You you look at stuff and say Kind of like we were talking about earlier, does this really affect me, right? I'm I'm a proponent of making all drugs legal and let people do what they want to do. Um, I think it'd be safer though. Yeah, it absolutely would. You could regulate it. You could lower the price on it. You know, people die. So people dying from like uh, heroin and shit like that. It's usually not heroin. They just think it is. There's crap in it or whatever. Right. Again, if you could regulate it, regulated, you could bring that down a fucking shitload. Right. Absolutely, but but then we got fentanyl and things like that that yeah. the pharmaceutical companies are pushing out, creating imagine fucking epidemics. All right, so I've uh, I've got nothing else, and if we just keep babbling, it's going to be murder for you to, to edit this down into yeah, sixty minutes or so and be done with it. Yeah. Right? Be like, boom, one hour. <laughs> well, are, thanks to Adam are for we done yet? Us, uh, use yeah, thanks. Place. Are thank we you, Adam, done yet? for putting all this together. <laughs> are we, we done yet? I think we're done. Doug. Are we? <laughs> all right, I'm cutting it off. I'm going to make that, by the way. Now, all right, peace out, everyone.